Welcome, Soul Sibling. I'm actually walking in the desert. I'm in Joshua Tree National Park. I had this thought recently. I was like, wait, I really should take you on the trail with me and just record a podcast episode as I'm hiking so that you kind of get that real trail talk where it's stream of consciousness. I'm on the trail. You can hear the sounds. Let me stop so you can hear the stillness of the desert. Welcome to Viral Mindfulness, the podcast. I'm your host, Alexander Smith. Some people call me Mr. Blue. Either way, I'm looking to be your spiritual muse. So let me set the scene for you. It's about an hour before sunset. It's Sunday, January 31st. Pretty cloudy sky. Don't see much blue purple way out in the horizon the the desert floor seems really happy because of all the rain the rain stopped about 36 hours ago and so i mean the desert (laughs) the desert is like my father park i have a father park which is national park which is joshua tree and i have a mother park but I don't quite know really who she is yet. That's who I'll be exploring this next decade. Who is my mother national park? I want to say Zion, but I don't think that that's it. I think it could be the Grand Tetons. Um, But I'll return and report about that. I wanted to give you a couple ideas since tomorrow's February 1st. I always like the first of the month because it's always a time where I can like really sort of encourage some sort of new practice or focus. Plus we just had the full moon this week. I wanted to share two simple ideas with you. The first one is about blue mood. I saw you standing alone. With all depression you've got. Blue Monday was like two Mondays ago. And I guess that's, you know, a thing because it's like people get depressed in the winter. There's less light. For a lot of us, it's super cold. Snow, nor'easters, and... We're in the middle of the great dysthymia 2020 and 2021, so we all know it's difficult times. Hello, bird. Yeah. Uh huh. Fun. We're singing for you. It's difficult times, so. I think one of the best things we can do is be very gentle with ourselves and encourage this ebb and flow of, okay, I'm encouraging myself to to work, to discipline. I'm encouraging myself to take it easy. I'm encouraging myself to rest, to rejuvenate. And I've been recently talking to someone who's part of the House of Blue 
he finally got some support for depression. And it's been interesting to talk with him and visit with him semi-regularly over the last couple months. And, you know, depression is a real thing for a lot of people, a physiological, biological, it's a disease, a mental health. And it's very easy for us to do strategies against ourselves. And there's a lot of support for people who struggle with depression. And right now, a lot of depression and anxiety are high. And from what I'm learning and aware of research, unfortunately, over the next several years, the psychological and emotional effects that come with something like this last year with all that's happening, they continue to reverberate and echo past these significant events. And so I really think it's a great idea to figure out a plan and to become familiar with your your moods. And if it's a depressed mood or anxiety, you know, there's so many great places to start with people in your life, um, reaching out to a professional, a therapist, a doctor to discuss medication options, a psychiatrist who can do both. I mean, you can even just reach out to a close friend and say, I'm struggling with these things. What do you think? Do you have any input or do you have any feedback or experience with this? You'd be surprised, family members. Um, I can reassure you that you're not alone. And it's never easy, I think, to take those first steps of surrender and acknowledging that I have a weakness, I have a propensity, I have a disease called depression. It was interesting listening to this House of Blue member tell me about the shame that they felt and how they felt so weak and all these internalized, you know, sort of self-sabotaging and against himself for feeling these things as if there was something wrong. Shame, the shame and stigma, you know. And since this dear House of Blue member has gotten some support, including medication, things have really transformed and changed. It doesn't take it away, medication, and the most effective way to treat moods like depression is with medication and talk therapy and I think community and connection. Always when you're in community with one other person, several where you talk about it and you bring that shame into the light into the light of connection and conversation and love so i will be offering a master class soon um, about depression and different mindfulness techniques that could help and a little bit more with resources about maybe some first steps you could take And in fact, I'm going to do a little bit of research. I'm going to do a really interesting thing. I found this resource last week that is a online membership and community that's kind of trying to turn therapy on its head. And so I'm going to join it and I'm going to go and find out all about it. And then I'm going to report to you in that masterclass what I learned and how to go about getting connected in a really affordable way, utilizing the online community in more of a group setting for depression. And of course, they have topics and support for anxiety and other mental health issues. So the second idea I wanted to share with you 
is about winter. We still have, call it a good six weeks left of winter. In fact, my best friend, John Harvey, they're getting maybe up to two feet of snow tonight as we speak. The nor'easter on the East Coast. So winter is a very natural season that's still full of life, but it definitely takes on qualities and characteristics that are very different from the other seasons. And there's so much in winter about resting and rejuvenating and going inward and hibernation and nesting. And there's an author and poet who wrote a book about wintering. And it's really an interesting idea where she's suggesting that we can look at our life or a lifetime and understand that there are times of wintering throughout one's life. And it really resonated with me because I certainly feel and know that I'm in a somewhat of a wintering the last few years of my life. And I do believe that I'm going to continue to be in a state of wintering for maybe a good part or maybe all of this year, 2021. And it gave me a frame of reference, a very, a very powerful one of element and nature that is pretty substantial, one of the four seasons. And it's really inspiring me to kind of set up my home life, my schedule, my rhythms to be in this state of wintering. And perhaps it's something that you might benefit from. Today's poem is by Terry Tempest Williams. She is fantastic. I'm just finishing my fourth book. I was introduced to her a year ago. This poem is called Meditation on Phelps Lake, and she wrote it for the Lawrence S. Rockefeller Preserve, uh, which is at the Grand Teton National Park. Before I read the poem, in 1965, President Lyndon B. Johnson put Lawrence S. Rockefeller in charge of the White House Conference on Natural Beauty. Here's what Rockefeller said, quote, how we treat our land, how we build upon it, how we act toward our air and water in the long run will tell what kind of people we really are, end quote. Here's Terry's poem, A Meditation on Phelps Lake. A feather floats on Phelps Lake, a cradle of light rocking with the breeze. Wind speaks through pines, light animates granite, an eagle soars, its shadow crosses over us. All life is intertwined. We see the great peaks mirrored in water, stillness, wholeness, renewal. Reflection leads us to restoration. Nature quiets the mind by engaging with an intelligence larger than our own. Mindful of different ways of being, our awareness as a species shifts. We recognize the soul of the land as our own. The path of wisdom invites us to walk with a humble heart, 
recognizing the dance between diversity and unity, action and restraint. The scales of nature will always seek equilibrium. A feather can tip the balance. Today's Trail Talk is sponsored by Viral Mindfulness Academy. Did you know it's open and I have an online mindfulness school. Viral Mindfulness Academy, it is a place for us to walk the trails of mindfulness together. You could think of it as a digital campsite. We'll study the spiritual arts with an emphasis on compassion, creativity, and music. And of course, meditation is part of our medicine. My hope and intention is that my academy will become a sacred space that flourishes in wisdom, community, exploration, and play. I encourage you to set down your worries and stress, even for 10 minutes, and plug into presence, into practice. To celebrate, I have gifted you free admission to the Academy with a complimentary access to a spiritual guided meditation playlist. And in that playlist, there are six meditations ready for you to go with a welcome video and a powerful mindfulness suggestion to jumpstart your practice. You can get all the details and get your free welcome gift at viralmindfulness.com forward slash free, F-R-E-E.